Welcome to Season 4 of Talking Home Renovations with the House Maven. I am Catherine McPhail, your host. I'm an architect practicing in Eastern Massachusetts. In past seasons, we've covered all sorts of subjects with the intention of helping homeowners who may never have been involved in a renovation before and they felt like they needed to know what they were doing. We've built up over 100 episodes on everything from roofing to foundations, heard many renovation stories, and learned how to hire various professionals. This season, we'll be focusing even more on the challenges of renovating old houses while incorporating new technologies, using my own new house as a case study. We'll have all sorts of different guests, most having to do with what I'm just calling the next level of renovations. Now that you've got these 100 plus episodes under your belt, I think you're ready. I spent a lot of time thinking about and feeling angst about certain design choices that we have to make here during our renovation at the smart old house. I've discussed it a lot with Michael, we haven't come to any conclusions, and knowing that everyone can benefit from calling in a professional, I hired Dave Rademacher from Rademacher Revival to help me sort out some of these issues and talk to me about my concerns and get his opinion on the whole situation. Dave has been on my show twice before. The first episode was episode 65 on kitchens and baths and old houses. And the second was an episode that I call Old House Renovation Conundrums when we were shopping for an old house back in episode 91. Originally, I came to know Dave through Instagram, where he is at Rademacher Revival. I'll have all his information in the show notes, including his website. Our conversation included the concept of being a caretaker for the house, making reversible decisions, what is best in the long run for the house, and the fact that I want to, and yet can't, control the actions of future occupants of the house. Whenever any of us undertake a house renovation, there are so many decisions to be made, and The first step would be understanding what those decisions are. Second one would be figuring out how to come to a conclusion about each of those decisions. Some are easier than others. We all struggle with this to some degree. It's great to have someone to talk through my thoughts with. And I hope you enjoy this conversation with Dave. Well, I appreciate your help with these matters, Dave. So For sure. I sent you photos of the windows, which is one of the things I want to talk about. So the (laughs) issue... Well, the big issue is that my husband and I don't agree on. (laughs) (laughs) That is the biggest issue always. But I also can see his point of view. So the windows that we have are not the original windows. And as you can see from the photos that I sent, they're just a mishmash of different windows. Like in my office, I have a have a vinyl window that has the grids between the glass. So I need to replace that just because I need to replace it. So there's six over like this one, six over six. All of the replacement vinyl windows are six over six. Then we have the four over two, which I'm pretty sure were replaced in the 1800s sometime because it seems like there were a lot of people who lived in this house and a lot of a lot of changes have been made. And the windows seem to be reproduction 12 over 12 that you hold up with a stick. So they're single okay. pane, 12 over 12, but they're still in bad shape too. So I'd have to have those rebuilt, a couple of them reglazed. I mean, they're kind of falling apart. We'd have to get new storm windows. So either we can fix the reproduction 12 over 12, hold up with a stick window and get new storm mm-hmm. windows. And those are probably going to be like 400 each. Or we can get reproduction windows, not reproduction windows, but let's say Marvin windows or some other double pane, but historic looking window. Not historic right. looking window, but I mean, that has actual dimensional grills on them. Yes. Yep. Yeah. But I, and I think Marvin has a replacement window that doesn't look as much like a replacement window, like doesn't come in as much as Correct. replacement windows, which mm-hmm. we got either replacing the windows with the replacement windows. And then on top of that, are they 12 over 12 or are they four over two? Because I know that they were four over two, at least in the 1920s. 
So I assume and there we still have three of those windows here, and I saw the photos of it from the twenties. So sure, yep. But it looks totally weird to have it be um, four over two. And as I took a picture of one of my neighbors who was kind of a, a similar age house, there are a lot of houses around here are the same. Hers are two over one, at least in the front of her house. Okay. So what do you think? I mean, also I, I'm thinking that. Um, like, why did I, why did I have you come on if I'm just going to keep talking? But here's, I'm just laying out all my <laughs> No, thoughts. you're good. Windows are something that can be changed and they already have been changed. So if somebody else moves in and they really want to have the 12 over 12 and we've gone with the four over two, which we know for a fact used to be here, mm-hmm. they could do that. So it's not like an irreparable damage, but it is expensive to replace all the windows. And Correct. I'm not a hundred percent sure they were 12 over 12 to begin with. That's it. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm, for one, curious to find out uh, what the disagreement between you and your husband is, but we'll save that until after I give my opinion. Okay. <laughs> um, and, and there's there's zero original windows in any opening in the house, correct? As far as I can tell. There are a few, the four over two, that seem to be much older. Okay. So there there's a few different ways to look at it and a number of considerations. Looking at your house, the age of your house, um, the area that it's in, my best guess would be that it was originally a 12 over 12. Right. And if you're just talking about preference and what you think looks cool, I think the four over two looks awesome. Like that's cool. And so you're, whenever you're attacking one of these older homes, you're, you're, you're trying to look at it from the lens of what's appropriate from the house. But then mm-hmm. you also mentioned, you know, there's cost considerations. Right. And it would be less less money for a 4 over 2 window than for a 12 over 12 window, just because they charge for the more grill work. Yep. Accurate. Do you know how old the 12 over 12 are? You said they're single pane. Are they glazed in panes, I would assume? Yes. So, so the consideration with um, putting in any new window, whether it's a good representation of a historic looking window um you know you mentioned marvin marvin in my opinion is one of the best if not better um manufacturers to meet uh, a historic looking um architecture they do it they do a really good job i know a lot of people who have used them um especially or mostly in homes where they didn't have original windows such as yourself um or the windows were too far gone to do anything with. The problem with any window that is made today is that it has a much shorter lifespan and inability to be serviced and maintained over the years. Um, you know, in terms of the vinyl window that's next to you, you know, that's probably that's probably a twenty-year lifespan. Um, you know, a, a well-done Marvin window. 50 years, 40. Um, I don't know exactly what their warranty looks like. You have, an, you have a double pane glass with a argon filled center that, you know, eventually the seals will fail in. You have something break. It's not as easy as popping out a pane of glass and reglazing it in. True. Historic windows and old windows are infinitely repairable and serviceable over the years. And you have a, a fallacy in that you're recouping energy costs by putting in your more energy efficient windows because if you added up all of the energy that you're spending with air infiltration on historic windows 
you know, over your lifespan, you're never going to recoup the cost that you put into new windows. Mm-hmm. It almost never works out that way. You, you know, you have something to say for comfort of the home, um, not having to put a stick in the window to hold it up. You know, there's definitely a lifestyle um, choice, ease of use that you're that you're factoring in there as well. But I think I lean towards servicing an older window, even though it's not original. If it's a well-done reproduction and earlier to the house, I think that's where I would probably lean. But you also have the issue of you don't have all matching windows in the house. So even if you're going to do a 12 over 12, you still have a couple openings where you'd have to still get some sort of reproduction in there or find something that would work that you know matches as closely as possible. So I see that as a, a consideration or an issue there as well. Now getting into the 12 over 12 versus a four over two, you know, the case could be made like anything in an older house that the house tells a story as it ages. Plenty of these houses, yours included, you know, wouldn't have had indoor plumbing or electricity at the time. Well, we're not going to live without those things. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, there's a way to do it that still tells the story of a house. You know, you can go, I see plenty of houses that are available for purchase that are, you know, 1870s, but it has a 1920s or a 1960s kitchen that I wouldn't change because it's cool. Like it's still of an era and was done well and speaks to the history of the house. Um, And we'll talk about that more when we start talking about your kitchen, because I have some thoughts there as well. But I don't think you're necessarily wrong. And I'm not a purist to the point of you have to do a 12 over 12 window. Um, Otherwise, you know, they're going to come at you with pitchforks, the preservation world. I mean, some of them might, I wouldn't. Some Um, of them might. Well, I don't know if I would or not. See, that's the thing. I don't know how how I can reconcile it within myself. Cause I, I think that's more appropriate, but I know that they had four over two at a certain mm-hmm. point, like you say. So, right. You could easily do a four over two and make it look like it was done, you know, turn of the century, uh, tens, twenties, um, mm-hmm. you know, and, th- and that wouldn't be, you're going along with the theme of, you know, the story of how the house evolved over the years. And I think that's fine. You know, in my own house, uh, being an 1870s Italian eight did not have original windows in it. So I also, you know, had to make the decision to have a period looking correct reproduction window. And I, without being able to source any early pictures of the house, I decided to do a two over two because most Italianates of the age, or at least a decent majority have a two over two. Um, I could have easily done no muttons whatsoever. Um, but aesthetically I liked the two over two. So that's what I went yeah. for. Yeah. And it doesn't look choice. wrong. Yeah. There's some personal preference, I think, thrown in uh, along with uh, historical accurateness. Um, but I think w- where my biggest issue on a reproduction is the serviceability over the years. You know, you can find houses that are 150, 200 years old that still have original windows and they're, they've just been maintained mm-hmm. and they'll forever be maintained if you keep up on it. So you just you can't right. get that unless somebody's hand building a window for you. Yeah. And I think. One of the problems that Michael has with the windows is that he hates the sticks. We have each window has mm-hmm. two sticks, one longer one and a shorter one. So honestly, I feel like, okay, that's fine. And there are no weights or anything. It's not like they're broken. I've, you know, it's not like they're broken windows that have a stick. They're just designed okay. just to have a stick. Okay. He hates that part of it. I don't mm-hmm. think there's any way that we, without gutting the room, I don't think there's any way that we can put in new construction windows, even if they're single pane um, historic reproduction windows. I don't think we can do that. Okay. Can we do that? I'm, I'm not planning on taking off all of the 
exterior siding, you know, sure. and then everything. I'm not rebuilding the whole house, although I feel like I'm rebuilding the whole house. Sometimes. Right. And um, maybe I should do that, except for I just don't have, it's probably going to be a lot of money to do that. And I don't have that in the budget right now. Yeah, it's hard to tell without physically being there, looking at the construction of the window, how it's, uh, if it's, you have the original framing bucks, sashes, you know, what's new and what's been replaced as far as what your options are. But yeah, I mean, if you went with a Marvin, um, Anderson has a couple of good options. Um, there's a few of them out there that have, that are, that are made for that application um, right. without tear, tearing into the um, the framing or the structure. So that's definitely available. You, you mentioned storm windows as well. And that's what a lot of people end up doing with single pane windows in the wintertime. They'll, they have, typically they'll have built a storm window. So they're not the aluminum ones that you're used to. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they, they, they look correct and are, are done well and they can give you the energy efficiency that you're looking for, for your, your colder, colder winter months. Mm. So what would the storm windows have looked like? Are they the ones that kind of uh, hinge from the top? Correct. I, yep. That, 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 that's, that's the most, most popular. Mm -hmm. Well, or this, just, I don't know. The bundle up with blankets. You invest in uh, some good uh, Pendleton wool blankets. <laughs> well, you know, that is one of the, one of the ways that I deal with winter is just put on more clothes. And I feel like, I don't really feel like you should be able to just go around your house in a t-shirt in the winter. I just sure. don't think that's, I don't think that's right, but that's the old New England part of me. So. Haven't... Sure. And, and there's also something to be said for the whole idea of energy efficiency or the cost of, of, of energy these days as comparative right. to how people used to heat their houses. It, you know, it's expensive to heat your house, you know, especially if you want it to 72 degrees. And so that's where you're, where, where you have to, you know, start making some energy decisions, um, especially as it pertains to an older house. You know, if, if energy costs came down, I don't think people would be as concerned of drafty this, that, or the other in, you know, sealing up these houses, especially the older houses, which mm. aren't intended to function, you know, in a tight envelope. Mm. Yeah. Well, there's, it's, it's almost, it's very difficult to get them to have a tight envelope. Correct. All right. So I don't feel like I have an answer, Dave. So four over two, <laughs> I could make an argument for that. It would be better if it were historically, like with an old style uh, storm window would be probably. I will tell you, and this is how I answer a lot of questions when I do consultations, because usually that's what the customer wants, or it's really, all I'm really equipped to do is say, this is what I would do if it's my home. Okay. And then I say, you know, you can get away with A, B, C, or D, or these are the considerations, but, at, you know, rubber meets the road. If it was my home, this is what I would do. Probably given that you have a mishmash of different eras and styles of window, I would probably opt for a 12 over 12 Marvin window. Okay. <laughs> okay. And then in the new but, part. Yeah. I saw, I saw in your rendering, you have a four over two in your, uh, in your kitchen, kitchen rendering. So I figured right, that's right, what because... you're leading towards. Yes, because in the new part, so there's the old part of the house, which is the main part of the house. And then there was a little addition in the 1800s. And then there was mm -hmm. an addition in the 19, 1993. And that one is thumbs mm -hmm. down. It's just a ridiculous addition. But anyway, the 1800s part had the four, four over two windows because those are original painted shut old wavy yep. glass windows. So what I'd like to do is in the new part behind the main part of the house, they have, maybe have the main part of the house be 12 over 12 and then the addition be four over two. Yep, I was just going to offer that suggestion, you know, whether it's just the front of the house and the rest do a four over two or, you know, the, the you know, the 
the earlier part versus, and, and I think that's a, that's a fine compromise because again, it tells the story of how the house was added onto over the years. It wouldn't have had, you know, they would have done what was popular in the time. So I yeah. think that's, that's a hundred percent fine. Okay. So my question about the kitchen and my bedroom. So my question is some people are trying to convince me to take down the wall of the original house that's adjacent to the kitchen mm-hmm. and make that cause it's a little room and make it one big, or kitchen. I don't, I feel like taking down the exterior wall of the original house is, that's too much for me to do. But at the same time, if I am trying to get this house to be, um, I mean, I'm planning on living here for a while, Mm -hmm. but the idea would be that um, it's ready for the next hundred years. And so if somebody else is going to come down and just tear out the kitchen and do that, because that's what people, people want, people Mm -hmm. want, if that's what people want, then why am I, why not do it now? So that's my question. <laughs> that is a great question. And that's that's hard because a lot of us in the preservation community see themselves as not homeowners, but caretakers of an older house. But how do you, you can't necessarily control what the next owners and the next owners after that are going to do. Um, right. So yeah, that's a, that's a difficult conversation because you want it, you know, what you like but you also want to be a good steward of the, of the house that you, that you have. Um, I don't think you can control what the future owners are going to do. That's true. That's true. But I don't want to do something so awful that they would naturally do that. But that seems to be people's inclination. Well, yeah, because most people want to do what's popular, especially when it comes and comes to a kitchen, a kitchen and bathroom are the, the most remodeled things um, on a house. You can have a, perfect time capsule house and you walk into the kitchen, you know, it's a nineties, eighties, sixties, seventies. Right. Well, that's what I'm trying to remodel. avoid with, with what we're doing. Right. I'm trying to avoid that after our conversation last year, whenever it was. Um, mm-hmm. So regarding the, um, the actual kitchen, which I'm trying to make some of the pieces look like furniture because then that's what it would have really looked like before a bunch of Correct. furniture. So yep. I'm trying to kind of, um, and then the whole theme of the house is like history meets modern technology. So there's going to be an induction range and other modern things in there, but then okay. the handmade cabinetry that's going to be, um, cherry, uh, the, the man who's making it is going to oil it. So it looks like old, you know, old wooden cool. cabinets and stuff. And so we're trying okay. to put like Vermont soapstone in there. So it's a semi local, pretty Perfect. local. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that. Anyway, so I'm hoping that whoever likes this house, when they buy the house, will like the kitchen and we'll just keep the kitchen forever. But like you said, I can't control anybody. But that is what I'm intending after our our conversation from before. I really don't want to take out that back wall because I don't see the point in it. I don't see the point that's not going to help much in terms of the space of the kitchen. It's just going to open it up and be like this yawning thing that feels weirdly like stuck into the old house. So I really don't want to do it. I would Why? agree with that, especially being the the original structure. I think, you know, the, the open concept theme is maybe on its way out, uh, hopefully. hopefully. Um, I think the, the smaller rooms, the cozy kitchens, that's where people congregate. And I think it feels correct, especially in a house like that. Um, so, yeah, that would be my preference as well. But to your point about the next owner is not wanting to change the kitchen. I think if you, if you're, if you're doing well by the house, the next owners are going to be seeking a house like that because it's so well done. The, the, the thing that you see so, so often on 
older homes is is that the kitchen is such a contrast to the rest of the house you can very well see you know what era that was done in right and i think a well a well done and designed and executed kitchen you can walk in and it just it doesn't feel like such a stark contrast you know right. the, you yeah. have you have nods to the types of materials used the colors and the species of woods the countertops as you mentioned um you know even you know lighting fixtures um things of that nature so i think if you if, if done well uh, and it and it blends well with the rest of the house you know you could very well have a you know 100 year kitchen uh, you know i like to think of that i can accomplish a forever kitchen and a forever bathroom because i did such a good job melding it into the house that nobody in their right mind would ever change it Exactly. Exactly. Nobody in their right mind. And so I'd have to interview whoever is buying the house if I'm still alive, I guess. Correct. Wait, I would have to yes. have an application you, process that would involve you, their attitudes. You always have the option, which I threaten people all the time, to uh, to haunt the property upon <laughs> passing. For sure. Of course. If I can. I mean, it'll be interesting to see what that, what that whole process is like. <laughs> right. It could be a friendly haunting. It doesn't always have to be bad. Yeah, I think for the most part, the, the spirits in the house are not, they're not evil. They're just there. Correct. Right. So I there's agree. nothing to be afraid of. It wouldn't be a very exciting movie if you just had a ghost that just, a little orbit went across the room. I mean, that's not, that's not very exciting. <laughs> anyway, okay. So then my second question about the layout of the house is mm -hmm. I, we're planning on taking over the, the new bathroom, which is half of the 1800s bathroom and this other ridiculous bathroom which you may have seen yep. in the panorama. Yeah, I, 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 looked, I reviewed the panorama, the layouts you sent me, and the original layouts, as well as the listing photos. So I've got a you picture got in my mind. All right, well, that is a ridiculously large bathroom. So we're taking out all that stuff, and, and that's going to be our bedroom. And we're putting in some windows so that we have the prevailing breeze coming in there, and we can look out at our garden and stuff, and it's in the back of the house. Okay. But, and then on the side, we were, like, and uh, my husband's really looking forward to having a bathroom right next to you know so it'd be a thrower closet and there's the bathroom and i feel sure. like it's just mostly going to be the two of us living here except for when we have guests so mm -hmm. for our use i really and we're putting in a new bathroom in the front i don't really feel like we need to have another bathroom back here sure mm -hmm. what do you think <laughs> what it, um, i mean what do you think what, what am i even asking that for but no i it's a fair question i think it i think the question isn't where does a bathroom need to go? Because I think that's just preference. And I don't know is that I have a strong leaning one way or the other. The, the, the conversation for me comes into, again, if you do it, can you make it look like it's been there for a very long time and not something trendy that is going mm -hmm. to trend out in 10 years? Yeah, I don't think I don't, so. think, I don't, I don't think I don't think there's a wrong there's a wrong answer as far as where you put it. Um, I don't think we need to, but I don't also don't want someone else to come in at who I can't control and rip everything out. I mean, that's always my my goal. But they probably will anyway. I should probably just not worry about future people. <laughs> um, yeah, that's the that's that's the hard part, controlling future generations. But I think I think the trend is going in the right direction towards having more of an appreciation for older houses. Um, the preservation community has done a good job of. Through social media, I would say, um, getting the word out. And so I think we'll start trending more in that direction as as America's old housing stock ages. You know, the, I think there's a lot more respect in, in other countries and you see 
buildings that are far older than the ones we have here that are still very well preserved, mm -hmm. um, depending on the location. Um, so yeah, I think we'll we'll catch up as far as that's concerned. So I don't know that I have as many doubts about it as um, maybe previous generations did. Mm. Hope okay. for the best. Optimism. Optimism. Okay. All right. Well, thank you. That's about it. Cool. We yeah. solved all the problems. <laughs> we haven't really solved any problems, but I think we'll probably just build the bathroom back there. And I'm hoping it could be like an Art Deco type bathroom. That would be cool. Because the whole theme of the house is supposed to be kind of like a little bit, um, not nautical, like beachy, like, you know, beach grandma or whatever it's called. Seaside yeah. grandma, what's it called? But anyway, like an actual oh. actual boat, right? So we're hoping that the, mm -hmm. the closet itself will be all built out and then we'll seem old yacht like maybe and then sure. then have like a art deco type bathroom you know art deco that's the plan art deco everything in my my opinion i'm doing an art deco bathroom here if i ever get to it but th that's yeah. again you know like the windows it can not be original to the house but still look like it is part of the history of the house if done well right it sounds like you got uh your work cut out for you or a lot of work ahead of you yeah, I just hope I have enough money to keep up with the work I want to do. <laughs> you just gotta, yeah. gotta, gotta sell more, do more design work. Yeah. Now, did you draw the plans work. yourself? Um, mm -hmm. Is that you sent? Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, those are like in progress plans that we have going. Got on. it. But, no, that's that's nice that you can do that type of stuff yourself. Yeah, that I can do myself. I appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Yeah, and yeah. I'll probably to, be checking be in again. Anytime. In I'm here. a few months. Yeah. Okay. And then if you ever come to New Bedford area, I'll go give you a tour someday. It is definitely on, on, on the wife and I's bucket list to make it over that way. Oh, cool. Great. Well, maybe I'll meet you in person someday. But in the meantime, I will call upon you for your opinions again sometime. Absolutely. Okay. Thank, thank you very much. You're welcome. Thank you for listening. And thank you so much for sharing this show with your friends. It is growing all the time. And I really appreciate that. I would love to hear from you if you have anything to say about this episode or past episodes, good or bad, or a suggestion for a new episode. Send me an email at thehousemaven at talkinghomerenovations.com. Talking Home Renovations with the House Maven is a proud member of Gable Media, the most engaged AEC network on the planet. Check out my other show and all the rest of the shows at gablemedia.com. That's G-A-B-L-M-E-D-I-A.com. And until next time, take it easy.